0: Hey guys, welcome back to Starseed Vagabond. Can't believe it's already another Wednesday. Jeez. Today, I was thinking that we would chat a bit about giving and receiving. It's uh, very appropriate for a December conversation, I think. Um I was going through my Instagram reels. And that's what kind of inspired me to have this little conversation. Uh, I saw a video where a life coach that I follow, his name is Sebastian Ingalls, was talking about this very subject. Um, and he was saying that givers have a very hard time. Uh, primarily because they don't know how to receive properly. And it got me to really think about it. Uh, The week that I've had, I won't go into all of the details with it, but boy, it's been a little bit of a doozy. Let me just say, when they said that we were in the pre-shadow phase of Mercury retrograde. I can only imagine, <laughs> based on just the things that I have observed, not just in my own life, but others around me lately. We're in for, for a little bit of uh, an uncomfortable month. I've seen cars broken down on the side of the road. My own car broke down uh you know technology's already an issue people are having miscommunication in relationships miscommunication with coworkers i mean it's just it's a lot already with mercury and i know they said that sagittarius and capricorns are going to feel it and believe me i already do so If you've had a rough week, just let me tell you, you are definitely not alone on that. And if you've already been in that mode where you are shopping away, boy, I can understand how it can be stressful trying to get all this stuff ready for all the holidays. But, you know, I did want to take a minute and and talk about this concept because you know giving and receiving goes beyond just wrapping paper and pretty bows there's there's a sentiment with it and a psychology behind it that i think it's ignored for you know various reasons but if we really stop and think about it i don't know how many of you have been online and taken uh, that love language quiz if you have you know that it's uh it's annoying while you're doing it because it it comes up with quite a bit of questions that are revolving around gifts but it is a real love language i mean it is it is there for a reason uh because there, there is an, a balance that goes along with giving and receiving. And there is an understanding that has to be given that people don't just want you to just buy them stuff all the time. I mean, that's for some people, that is how they feel like somebody's proving love. But also, um, for those who have the love language for giving gifts... It's them really truly putting their heart and soul into giving you something special. They want you to know that, that you are thought of. So for you to be the receiver behind that, they want you to feel that energy behind it. There is that is a real thing for people. That it's they're giving you love, they're giving you compassion, they're giving you their heart. So We need to be sensitive to that. If great aunt Gertrude makes you another ugly sweater that you're never gonna wear, please be kind to your great aunt Gertrude. Hang it in the back of your closet and when you see her for whatever the next time will be, wear the ugly sweater for her. It's gonna mean the world to her, trust me. People spend a lot of time and energy, Behind the thought of giving you things, because they want to give you happiness, they want you to feel special. So, there there is something that goes along with what Sebastian was saying, where it's uh it's important to be a a good giver, but it's also important to be understanding of the psychology behind giving. Um, you know, he says that. Uh, givers, if they're not in a healthy mindset, they can withdraw from others They can withdraw so much because of the fact that they don't have anything to give and that's how they associate You know the the emotional connection with people They get really uncomfortable when there's nothing to give away and this doesn't just have to be monetarily um, so if you are noticing somebody a little bit off the season, maybe they're going through a hard time and they can't afford to do gifts, you know, you may want to check in and, be, and make sure that these people are okay because it may be, you know, some real emotion behind it that they're not communicating to you in a forthright way, but you have to be able to see it and understand it and feel it on them you know I and mean, we do have people that go through seasonal depression as well so it, it it's a time to be a little bit more understanding and compassionate and giving to people for sure um you know and some givers they respond in this way because of some sort of traumatic dis- defense mechanism that they associate Giving is is something on a deeper level, so we have to be mindful of that. Uh, there's a there's a guy named John Kehoe. I hope I'm saying his name right. Uh, of mind power, and he says that receiving is harder to do than giving, and I I believe that's true. You know, and he he says the reason behind that is because. It requires intimacy. And when you are exchanging with someone, you're honoring the giver or givers. He also mentions uh, on his mindset website that a lot of relationships are suffering, not just because of the giving, but because of not being able to receive properly from one another. So that's an interesting perspective on things that I don't think a lot of us truly understand. Um, And and there does need to be like a a balance with that. You know, if you're in a relationship where you feel like you're always the giver and and you're never being properly valued, it's going to be a problem for sure. Your, your relationship is gonna suffer immensely. So I can see why he brings that up as you know, a form of intimacy. And I also saw a reel today on my Instagram where a woman was saying, if you're offering to help more than once, you're, you're living in a controlling energy. And at first, I didn't agree with what she was saying because when you're, when you're offering to help somebody, you're genuinely coming from a place of kindness and compassion and you truly wanna see this person you know, at their best, but I can also understand where she's coming from with that. I mean, it also plays into intimacy that, that Mr. Kehoe was talking about with, with his comment. Um, and I even had some dialogue with a friend of mine about this and he said, I've I've offered to help too more than once because people are quite stubborn about admitting that they actually need help. And I said, well, if you stop and think about it, being a receiver of help requires you to trust on a very real level. If I offer to tell you that I'm gonna come help you with something, You have to be able to trust that I'm going to follow through with it. And if you've been in a place in your life where you've been let down multiple times, people have shown you consistently that you cannot rely on them, then it's going to be difficult for you to be a good receiver of help. You're not going to know how. And yes, it can become... A defense mechanism to just push people away. Well, I'll just do it myself. You know, so what Sebastian was going back to with it being trauma. Uh, so that's, that's very real. I can understand why people have a hard time asking for help. I have a hard time admitting that I need help. Uh, I'm just one of those people where I want to do it myself. But it probably is something to do with control. You have to be able to admit that you aren't in control. And there's going to be people that just are stubborn. And they're not going to allow that to be said. They're going to push you away. But you have to be mindful of that too. Uh, You know, we can't just shove ourselves on people. How many of us have gotten in trouble with people in our life? where we genuinely thought we were helping them. And they came to us later on and they said, you know, you were were doing more than I was willing to accept from you. You were doing too much, you know. What's our our go-to response? Oh, well, you know, I was just trying to help you. You know, that's a very good lesson for my empathic people. I've been guilty of it. I didn't realize in the moment that I was coming off controlling. I thought that I was coming from a loving place. And I, th- and I think they really did feel that that was the case in my circumstances. But you can't just show people to the side and be like, just let me help you. you know, there's life lessons that people have to go through. So we have to be careful with that. We don't want to get into the place where we're intervening in a karmic way, because if we stand in the way of others in their karmic missions, you know that, that just adds onto our plate. We're going to start seeing the consequences behind that. So that's definitely something that we don't want. People are here working through their own their own issues from past lives and everything else. So we can't, we can't stand in the way of that. I've had to tell people in my life the same thing, like back off and let them figure it out. They will, but you are 100% allowed to sit there and tell them when you are ready, I will be here for you. I am not walking away from you. I'm giving you the space to learn and grow in your life. As long as they know that you're still there for them. They'll be okay. They don't need you to come in and fix their life. They don't need a savior. Those of you that are INFJs. Like myself. We are commonly referred to as the, the savior personality. Uh, you know they, they say that we suffer from like the Jesus complex or whatever and yeah I mean it is hard it is hard to watch the people that you love struggle nobody wants to do that but we also have to allow space for people to learn and evolve and become a stronger version of themselves and later on you know people will come and thank you for giving them that Uh, You know, you can't be the overbearing friend or the overbearing parent because there there will be resentment You have to let people have their time. You have to let people learn their lessons They will be upset with you. I guarantee you they will be upset with you if you go if you overstep if you push your way in so That really does go along with the perspective of being controlling and not allowing, you know, the the proper exchange there. Um, You know, now that we're in a season where it's all about giving and receiving and we're spending more time with family Uh, We have to be a little bit more sensitive and compassionate towards one another for sure. And while you are wrapping gifts, you may want to be a little bit more careful about the energy while you're doing so because you don't want to put some sort of intent on, on a gift that you don't mean to. If you're not in the right headspace to do it, then give it a beat and and come back to it later. I found a very interesting article online as well where uh, this person from the University of Arizona did a write-up about the psychology behind giving and receiving as well. And they talk about an actual psychological term that I'd never heard of. uh, But it's called Vicarious Reward. And basically what it's saying is that you receive in, in your brain a feeling of closeness to the people that you are giving things to. Not just gifts, but Um, you know your time your energy whatever it is that you're giving money whatever you know you feel a closeness to that person but also by giving that to the receiver you're also receiving kindness towards yourself and that's really interesting to think about. I mean, it explains why there's people that just stress out so much when it comes to gift giving. Uh, you know, people just really don't know what to do for some people. Oh, well, you know, so-and-so is such a hard person to buy for, you know, and they just get very stressed about, what am I gonna get this person? And How am I going to give them the perfect gift, you know, putting the pressure on themselves to provide a perfect holiday for their family? And if you're one of those people, you guys know I always suggest oils. I would really suggest keeping rosemary on you while you shop because it's really, really good for anxiety and I think it will help you kind of stay grounded while you're trying to navigate through the stores or online shopping and all the all the planning and prepping that's gonna go, you know, for our winter holidays. And I would also recommend keeping quartz nearby you, or if you know somebody that suffers from anxiety or depression this time of year, uh, it may be a good stone for you to give as a gift. Uh, That's a really good protection stone. It's really good for anxiety of all variations and uh, that would be good. You can wrap it up, give it to them and, and you will both have some vicarious rewards with that and you know i am thinking about like the tarot spreads that people may have been see, seeing lately now that we're in you know that hustle of life with gift giving and shopping and planning and all this stuff so my tarot friends what are the cards that have been coming through I know a lot of us, we associate the Six of Pinnacles for giving and receiving. It's sort of like the community card. But uh, have you also noticed the Four of Cups or the Knight of Cups? Or maybe if you're one of those people, like I was talking about, that don't like to be the receiver of help, are you seeing the Five of Pinnacles? I like to call that card the ask and you shall receive card because if you notice on there, the answer is literally like right in front of them but they are just sitting out there suffering instead of going and knocking on the door and asking for help, saying that I need it. But I, I know, I know that it's a traumatic thing for people. People will go without before they will admit that they need help. So, I'm just curious, is your five of pent coming through, (laughs) if you're one of those stubborn people? Uh, And if you are, you know, have you been meditating on that? You know, trying to get to the root of it? You know, is it because you are just pushing away intimacy or is it because you don't feel like you can trust people? for one reason or another. It might be something you you want to explore further so that you can work through it. Uh, You know, make sure that you guys are being good receivers because you may inadvertently be pushing away real intimacy with people. And then, you know, none of us I think intentionally wanna hurt others, but please be a good, a good gift giver and a good gift receiver, <laughs> you know, put thought behind it, be compassionate, be kind. Like I was saying, uh, we don't know, we don't always know what each other is going through and it can be a difficult time, especially for those that have lost people right around this time um you know they they could be having a real difficult time and they don't realize that you don't like getting socks in your stocking or that they got you the wrong perfume or they may not even realize that you're allergic to nuts you know may have just completely slipped their mind but they gave you you know some sort of Christmas tree that had nuts in it, you know, be gracious about it, be loving about it, and I know this is kind of a, a heavy subject this week, but I really felt it was kind of important to plant the seeds with this, um, we're going into the new year, and we need to try and go through some mindfulness with that especially those of you that are coming up on your solar returns birthday season you know uh if you haven't listened to the birthday party episode I had I encourage you to do it if if you are somebody about to have a birthday because I talk in greater detail about birthday rituals and routines and solar returns and how it all kind of goes together um, for your new year. and start putting intent on your goals. And if you are somebody that may be in a giving, receiving situation where you're not happy where there's resentfulness, or where you feel like you're being taken advantage of, or you don't feel like you're being seen or heard. You know, we are in the Mercury retrograde where that is one of the things that we're being asked to do is communicate and work on our relationships. So I feel like it's very important to talk about this stuff this time of year And I hope it's giving all of you some perspective. And I hope moving into 2024, I am seeing more of compassion and self-awareness on people. And I do think that it is happening already to a point. Like, I've, I've seen people just do, random acts of kindness this week and it's, it's been really like like amazing i almost get vicarious rewards just by seeing other people getting these random acts of kindness from strangers or you know i was randomly given food this week uh you know uh, but i also had a, a place where i had to be a receiver on a very in a big way, with multiple people, which isn't easy for me, and I feel like it was put in, put on me for a reason, I feel like it's a lesson that I need to work on, so as a soul that's probably going through some sort of karmic thing, um, and it hasn't been that long since my own solar return. So that is one of the things that I'm now adding onto my list of goals for 2024. Um, so anyway, guys, I hope this was able to help all of you. And I'm going to go ahead and leave it right here. Thank you guys for stopping by, and I hope you all enjoy the rest of your week. Bye now.